0: Before we get into it this week, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Dragging the Table. DJ reached out to me and asked if I would be a guest on a show. Uh, of course, I said yes. And the result, I think, turned out pretty great. Uh, you should check it out. It's in the show notes. I've got the YouTube clip there. And I think the audio version is coming out this week. At least I think so. If, even if it's not, check out Dragging the Table with DJ. It's a great podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you so much for listening today. I uh, hope that you are healthy and maintaining your sanity. Um, it's, a, it's a daily struggle, right? You know, one day I'm like, I, I really am uh, not not too bad at this uh, sheltering in place, this staying home. And then other days, uh, I'm, I'm climbing the walls. You know, I just want to go and uh, go to a coffee shop or something it out and, uh, you know, conduct some commerce, but that's, uh, that's for another day. Right now we're just staying in place, doing our part. I, I am aware of more, I'm, I'm more aware right now of new albums coming out for sure. I'm paying more attention to that because, Hey, you know, that's a, it's a form of distraction for me. So the uh, the album I'm digging on this week is uh, Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. Fetch the bolt cutters. I know I'm gonna lose my man card if I ever even had one uh, <laughs> for talking about this album, but I'm really digging it. You know, she's. Uh, I, was a fan of her back whenever she had her debut album title. I, I really liked that one, and then I just kind of fell off after that. I uh, I don't want to say. The other albums were bad but they just they didn't pull me in like that first one did until now uh this new one it's uh raw it's emotional you know she's she's got something to say and uh i think she's singing with more confidence than i've heard her even on the first album and uh it, it really you know she sells it that's what you want right you want somebody that's uh, passionate about what they are what they're putting down. She definitely does that. I, there are some vocal techniques that sort of threw me off, you know, like, uh, the end of the first track. If I, if I had been in the room when she was recording that one, I, I might have said, like, uh, hey, hey, Fiona, maybe, maybe we want to leave that part out. But hey, that's her artistic choice. I'm just a guy with a, uh, indie podcast. What do I know? Right. But, uh, that's, that's my distraction of the week. Fiona Apple's album, Fetch the Boat Cutter. She might want to check it out. I kind of thought it was crazy how quickly that the commercials, the ads, the ad world just sort of changed and just pivoted overnight to ads that, commercials that were geared towards the pandemic. I mean, it seemed just out of nowhere. Okay, I've been in lockdown now for going on, it's over a month now, because I sort of saw the 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 signs on the wall. I was reading between the tea leaves, like, probably best to stay home. I had taken off some time for spring break to uh, hang out with my kid, and work just never opened back up. You know, they said, hey, I, I took my laptop home that day because I said the last time I was in there because I thought this feels like we might get sent home so uh luckily I was right and uh you know made the right choice had the laptop but it's been over a month now maybe it's close to two months I think at this point but yeah that's all of a sudden uh, you know just the the commercials about how we're in this together uh just all these cheesy slogans, you know, the, the slogans that everyone is using out there, they just sort of co-opted it all at the same time. And I don't know, it just seems like they're trying to profit from this epic tragedy. What are we up to now? It's over 40, under 50,000 for, for cases in the U.S., I saw an article this week from The Atlantic. Uh, it says, calling me a hero only makes you feel better. It's about the folks working in the grocery stores. And this guy brought up some good points. I've been guilty of this myself. I, On this show, I have said how grocery store workers and other people out there right now that are actually public-facing jobs are the unsung heroes of uh of our society and here this (laughs) i read this article and it kind of uh took me down a notch made me kind of realize that i might be part of the of the system here but you know the the whole gist of this article can be summed up in the one paragraph here says cashiers and self-stalkers and delivery truck drivers aren't heroes they're victims To call them heroes is to justify their exploitation. By praising the blue-collar worker's public service, the progressive consumer is assuaged of their cognitive dissonance. When the world isn't falling apart, we know the view of us is usually a faceless, throwaway citizen. The wealthy CEO telling his thousands of employees that they are vital, brave, and noble is a manipulative strategy to keep them churning out profits that's some uh that's some real talk from the grocery store person right there this is a this is a good article uh, I will post it in the show notes I'd love to hear some opinions on this i I don't know what I can do you know other than not be a pain in the ass customer when I'm ordering my groceries and try to tip well um, I do stay out of the stores because you know uh, just trying to protect myself and others not to you know, get around anyone, uh, trying to stay away as much as possible. But uh, it's, yeah, because going into the grocery store now is, I don't know, it was kind of depressing for me <laughs> the last time I went, which has been uh, three or four weeks ago now. Um, it's just sad. Uh, it reminded me when I was in there of, like, the beginning of one of these post-apocalyptic movies because people were, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of choices, you know. It it was sort of like Handmaid's Tale, you know, how they would go to the store and there would be, like, three things on the shelf and a lot of bare space, a lot of empty space. And uh, they had one kind of coffee, uh, blessed be the fruit. It's called Cafe Creo, and... You know, I hate to complain about it because it's, uh, it's what I have right now. I always kind of judge coffee on a sliding curve. You know, when I'm at somebody's house and all they have is Folgers, you know what, that's okay. I That is a good cup of Folgers. That's kind of where I'm at with this Cafe Creo. You know, it's, uh, and under normal times, I would probably, uh, you know, just complain about it and, and be all... um spoiled in my my choices, my embarrassment of choices, you know, but now it's different. You know, this is, it's not bad. Uh, it, it's not my favorite. In fact, this kind of surprised me. I also picked up, uh, I think it was Starbucks, just their Sumatra, you know, the last time I placed an order online and I was drinking that prior to this one. And I like that better. I know that's probably... I'm not only going to lose my man card in this episode, but I'm also going to lose my coffee snob card as well because I prefer the Starbucks Sumatra over this... Uh, what looked to be a good coffee. You know, fair trade, uh, shade-grown, whole bean coffee. Yeah, uh, the pre-ground, you know, Starbucks Sumatra is actually better. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's a crazy time right now. Um people are <laughs> people are paying top dollar for free weights. Uh you know, you can go on your marketplace and Facebook and uh you can sell those old free weights for a premium dollar right now. And uh my first thought was, Oh, I, I should sell, you know. I need to give these weights a good home. I've got a few. I've got like uh some tens, some fifteens, you know, nothing crazy. Just a few, uh, you know, low weights. They're not even, uh, my kid can pick most of these up. But, um. yeah, my first thought was to get rid of them. Get, get them off to somebody that's actually going to use them, you know. But then I thought, this is my chance to get ahead. If people are paying top dollar right now, maybe this can be the part where Bragg comes back, <laughs> From, I used to go to the gym many many years ago, but uh, maybe this is my my chance. I can train in here like Rocky, and uh, you know I can walk out of this with some maybe some mild definition. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> it's, this is sort of like uh, the borrowed book effect. I like to call it. You know when I'll have a book that sits on my shelf for years, and the second that I loan it out to a friend. I want to read it. Like what what is that? That makes no sense. I've had it all this time. So it's the same thing with these weights. I I can't sell them because suddenly I I'm I'm lifting weights again. But uh I don't know. It it's the selfish side of me <laughs> that has to do that. And I think also it's that there's no sports anymore. I mean, this is just bizarre. I've never been like a sports buff, I can't tell you, you know, uh, stats and and history of sports, or even when I'm watching, I can't I can't explain every single play. I'm not an expert. I'm just a guy that that loves to watch sports on occasion, um, primarily football and college basketball. None of that is going to happen. At least it does not look like football is going to happen. Um, I mean, baseball, I guess, would be the most likely to happen, um, you know, basically without the fans in the in the seats, but it still seems sort of like a bad idea. Um, the way I heard it explained was that they're going to just, the, even the players, they're going to sit up in the stands so they're not in the dugout and they're going to be spread apart, you know, six feet doing the social distancing thing. But this isn't even ironed out, Right. So I've decided to become the sport. <laughs> I think of it like uh, Jim Carrey in the Truman Show meets, you know, an amateur running sport. And I mean very amateur. So I'm going to basically obsess over my own physical improvement, as modest as that might be, as my new sport. So I'm going to be the spectator and the star at the same time. I don't know this is this is what I'm telling myself anyway. <laughs> I mean I look at it this way like even if I'm watching you know 8-year-olds play um Little League if you watch them every game you start to see them improve and you can get into it. You know, you you start to get invested in the in the game. So it's not like someone has to be a professional athlete in order to um have that sort of, um, appeal. So I'm going to just set the baseline low. (laughs) I think I'm running like a 10 minute mile on my fastest day right now. Uh, and usually only about three to four miles at a time. So nothing, nothing to brag about. Um, but I'm, I'm hanging on, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't retired yet. I'm still, still exercising, still working out, just trying to hold on to, the little gains that I have. <laughs> I'm also doing it because some days I just feel like mentally and physically trained, even though I haven't, you know, done much um, physically, just stayed in the house. I think it just sometimes sucks the life out of you. Uh, Tony Robbins, he likes to say that emotion follows motion. So I'm going to put that theory to the test. And I have created my own private 10k race um it's going to be me uh running a 10k in my neighborhood with i'll probably start off with the the two dogs and my kid in the jogging stroller we'll see how that goes i know the littlest dog will have to come back at some point very quickly it'll probably start off with a walk and then after about a mile i have to bring the little dog back drop her off, and then we will go out for another few miles. That's the part where we start running. And I'll have to bring the Molly the Collie back at some point because she's like 13 years old now, and she can still get after it, you know. But um, after a few miles, I can tell. My girl is starting to slow down. So I bring her back, and then maybe the kid will finish it with me. 6.2 miles, I think it is i don't know we 'll see if she can last that long. Uh, maybe if I give her my phone, she would last that long. <laughs> uh depends on if I give her the screen or not, but i'm calling this ten k race from Rona because running during this time is much different, especially with a jogging stroller. Um, I have a tendency as as it goes on to kind of like lean on the stroller. you don't want to do that, you know i at first, I thought, oh, I could just kind of lean on this thing. But if you hit a rock on that front wheel or something, it's, it, you pop wheelies very easily. So that, that's a no-no. Um, some people just don't give a damn, though, when it comes to the social distancing. And the pedestrians around my neighborhood are no different. And there's a lot of them now because people want to get out of the house. And we're still allowed to walk outside, thankfully, God, I don't know what I would do without <laughs> the daily stroll around the the block or the you know the jog. Um, but yeah, this lady the other day, I'm I'm going down with the stroller. We're we're getting our our jog on, and she's coming the same direction, and she's not moving. You know, she was playing a little bit of like I don't know like sidewalk chicken corona with me, you know, or she wasn't gonna get out of the way. So luckily this, this car at an intersection saw what was going on and he sort of motioned for me. He's like, you can, you know, cross the street. So I had to cross the street. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, I run from people when I'm out on the trail now, or to trail, when I'm out in the neighborhood running around. I see someone, and I'm not rude about it. I wave. How you doing? And then I just run the opposite direction. Um, I saw a couple of dudes the other day, playing basketball I thought that was weird I mean they were like full contact basketball and it got a little heated because one of them I don't know what happened but uh he sort of yelled at the other guy grabbed the basketball and and kicked it you know across the park and uh you know they started saying a few choice words to each other so I said okay again we have to run the other way so there's a lot of what i used to not like about running through my neighborhood was that there was no um unpredictability to it you know i could just kind of like go off into autopilot but that's not the case anymore you know now you've got to like avoid people <laughs> and run away from things and avoid situations uh you don't want to get caught up some people try to talk to me um <laughs> occasionally and i don't want to be rude but i'm not really about having a casual conversation with random strangers right now um so you, you there's there's new challenges so it's actually made the neighborhood run a little bit more uh, less boring i should say but yeah there's uh I don't, I don't get the people playing basketball that one I I and I don't mean to. Uh, what do they call? There's a name for this now. Uh, quarantine shaming, uh, where you you know basically judge people that aren't living up to your standards of of what it means to social distance. And I'm guilty of that. I am fully guilty of that. And I I come by it honestly. Uh, I'm very judgmental <laughs> when people are not ab- abiding by the rules right now. But uh, I, I guess we don't have to worry about that anymore, right? Uh, since since the president figured out that you can just inject people with Lysol to kill the Rona, uh, like in a minute it kills it off. Either either the Lysol or the light. Uh, did you hear this? I'm sure you did. I I have to give you another listen though. I want to I want to put this I want to put this clip on here because and this is probably old news by now, but they are, they're now saying that, well, he was being sarcastic because it, he totally threw his staff off off guard with, when he said these comments about the Lysol. But I wanna, I wanna play the clip of the president and you tell me if you think there's any sarcasm here.
1: So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too. Sounds interesting. right Right. And then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or or? almost a cleaning, because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number on the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that. So that, you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see, but the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's, uh, that's pretty powerful. Trump asks people to go outside. That's dangerous. I hope people enjoy the sun. And if it has an impact, that's great. I'm just hearing this, not really for the first time. I mean, there's been a rumor that you know, a very nice rumor that you go outside in the sun or you have heat and it does have an effect on other viruses. I would like you to speak to the medical doctors to see if there's any way that you can apply light and heat to cure. And I say, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I'm not a doctor. But I'm like a person that has a good you-know-what.
0: He has a good you-know-what. Okay, okay, buddy. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe he can go outside and stare at the sun like he did during the eclipse and that'll save us all but until that happens uh i'm gonna keep training for my race for morona the 10k i think uh i'll let you know how it goes i think i'm gonna do it next weekend we'll see i haven't uh haven't done a running playlist maybe i'll put one of those together if i do you'll be able to find it in the show notes um make sure you check that out i'll also post that article from the uh, less than happy grocery store worker. You can contact me at the coffeebuzzpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. I really really appreciate that. And I'll talk to you next week.